Okay, with Connor Forrest, Used Furniture is the short film played at the LGBTQ plus Toronto Film Festival. Connor, before we get to this film, you've been you're a busy guy. You've been making a lot of short films in the last few years, correct? Yeah, I have actually. I recently am finishing. I'm just kind of in final post production stages of my next one, actually. Funnily enough. So you're just like you just kind of like what's your background? Like you you graduate from film school? Like you're you're, you're relatively young. Uh, let's just say you're in your late mid to early twenties. So and you've been so uh, like prosperous with your your filmmaking in the last couple of years. Like what's your what's your goal and where were you where are you uh, what's your origin story? Um, well, I went to York University for film production and I graduated a year and a half ago. Cool. Um, and and I, of course, had my last year, unfortunately, was like the, the peak of the pandemic. And um, I I got I decided I made a film back in in third year at York University called Friday Night Fish, which um, I was a film that I got the highest grade in, in my class. And then. And then next thing you know, unfortunately, I got kicked out of the directing stream. No idea as to why, but that but that huge rejection just kind of motivated me to continue making films like on my own and just continue just hustling, making making as many shorts as I possibly could. Okay, and, so, so what? So basically, you you graduated though, right from yeah. school? So you basically you're in your school. You made a short film in your university, and you said you got kicked. What did you get kicked out of? The directing stream. What is that? Basically, in York, basically in York, they do this whole thing where they, um, in third year, they pick twelve students to join the fiction directing stream, and okay. then in fourth year, they adjust it a little bit. They sometimes take out like two two people, and they took out me. But do you know why? Um, the professor, I'm not going to mention any names, um, said in my interview that I tried too hard to fit in with the rest of the class. What does that even mean? No idea. So that must have been devastating initially it, for you, right? It was, and this was all over Zoom. It was just not the right way to get that information. Now. So it's almost like someone breaking up with you via Zoom. No, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I mean, like it just, it hurt because it, this was a professor who is a respected filmmaker in the industry who, again, I'm not going to mention any names, yeah. is somebody who I looked up to actually. And like, I, you know, thought was, a cool guy like but yeah. then kind of after hearing those words come out of his mouth i kind of was just like i felt i don't know i felt betrayed and this was it this was in 2020 may of 2020 yeah but i look at this whole rejection as a plus because it brought a lot of motivation yeah. to me like i went and since that film friday night fish i went and made four short films that i consider myself proud of yeah you should be more. And... so then yeah that's such an interesting thing where it's like it's that it didn't it it this could be the best thing that ever happened to you in the long run because it's it is. Do you think that you would have made the short film short films if you didn't get rejected like that? I don't think I would have been as motivated, no. Yeah. And it's then interesting about it's interesting about rejection and in failure. We didn't do anything wrong, but it's like a certain failure that that kind of motivates you to succeed, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just this industry is just such a dog eat dog industry and it's kind of like it's everywhere even in and obviously even in film school it was like there are there are people out there who choose to pick on 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 people but i think the films that you're making are important and you do have a like watching two of your films you do have a a good director's point of view on things so 
what is your what is your goal? Because I would, if I'm your manager, I would go. This is what you can do to make to have a successful career. But what do you what do you see for yourself? Um, well, this is my plan. I'm planning to make two more shorts next year, mm-hmm. and um, and then I my re- my more recent short, which is almost done, is actually um kind of a proof of concept for a feature script I have. Okay, and then with that, I'm gonna either either next year or the year after, I'd apply for. Um, telefilm talent to watch okay so you want to do you want to make a feature film yeah <laughs> and what is your that's your goal to make features or do you want to work in television what do you want to do um it may change but for now it's to make features okay so tell so let's talk about uh use furniture so one location on a beach uh you wrote the screenplay we're kind of a triangle relationship triangle dynamic which in my my personal history never works out because nobody ever really knows what's going on. Nice, nice dynamic, of course, told from the point of view of the one character. Tell us about what's the what kind of inspired you to write this script initially. Um, well, it was it it, it was kind of a, it was kind of a decent amount of pins, actually. I'm someone who like I I can I, I am bisexual, but I feel like I lean more towards the straight side of of fins. And this film is kind of heavily based off the few times that. I have felt some connect some romantic Crush. connection to somebody. This it it's based off of something that I was feeling towards uh, a friend of mine, an old friend of mine in high school a long time ago, who he had he had he he had he had a girlfriend, and it was it's kind of was based off of the dynamics between the three of us. Yeah, and I wanted, and then and then next thing you know, I started feeling something towards someone else later on in in late 2020 and that's what kind of inspired me to write this script of use furniture and then i wrote it and then um yeah we we filmed it in uh july or august of 2021 yeah so i'm looking at your website uh littlecatpictures.com that's your production company yep or i wouldn't call it a production company because it's just me (laughs) Yeah, but it's no, no you, you you gotta sell it. You get your production company because you know why? Because you got a pretty extensive uh, 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 gear equipment list to make films. Yeah, yeah, I, I I buy gear with a friend of mine and we split it together. You you rent it out or you just basically just like use it for your own films? Both. We rent it out. I use it for my own films. I'm planning on selling a decent amount of it because I used to do a bit of cinematography, yeah. but I'm kind of straying away from it. Yeah. But in terms of these days, like you say, you want to do a feature, you're doing after your proof of concept. If you have the gear intact, in, in, in that that helps you like from self-financing your own budget, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's, it might. It, it, it's a lot. It's a decent amount of gear for one person to have. It definitely wouldn't like cover. Let's just say a big, like a whole, like a whole production, especially of that scale. It depends on the. I guess it depends on the film where the locations are, et cetera. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So no, no, it's a pretty, pretty. So this is your, you're committed, like as a, you're, you're like, you're, you're committed as a filmmaker. I guess that's basically the, the origin. I guess right. One hundred percent. Nice lighting package. Yeah, you can make. I can make some good films with your, with your, uh, with your, uh, your gear list. So you lose furniture, set outside. So where did you kind of, where did you film? Where was the location? Where did you film this? Um, we filmed that. I don't know what the specific beach is called, but we filmed at Bluffers Park. But it's mm-hmm. this little beach that's kind of off the skirts and it's quite it's quite small it's right it's like right by the cliffs and it's 
I remember when my uh, the cinematographer, um, big shout out to him, Paul Persick. He really did. He really did some beautiful work on yeah, this. Nice, thing. nice, led, like nice, interesting. Like, what in terms of his like filters and the way he kind of photographed it was a really interesting kind of style. Yeah, yeah. No, he 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 really did a beautiful job. But yeah, it's it was we when we got to that location, we just got some scout shots and we were just like, wow, this location is is beautiful. This is where we have to film. And then, of course, we went, went for the process of getting a permit, which took a long time. <laughs> yeah. And what was the process of getting the permit for this? Um, well, basically, basically what happened was, was we, we did get a permit, but the whole, the, the biggest, the biggest issue was, was while we had a permit, we couldn't, they, they said that we still like, couldn't like, basically we didn't, basically we basic, basically what happened was, was um, there was just so much like, this is probably the biggest challenge of the film. There was just so many, as on in film terms, people call it bogeys who would sometimes walk in frame. Yeah. And there was, and sometimes there was this, and there was this one guy who we were doing coverage on Sam Wexler, who plays Jamie. And he, uh, he, this was like the take, he was really doing a great job, but like, we, we couldn't legally tell them to like, oh, go gotcha. out of the way. Like they, they were just, you know, it was, it was what it was. There was this one guy also on a jet ski who like, was making so much noise and then i had to pay him 20 bucks we had to pay him 20 bucks to go away that's pretty good for someone who used to work locations you said sometimes they had to pay two, 200 300 for those people so 20 bucks is a pretty good deal yeah i mean he was thinking about asking 40 but i was just like take the cash and go yeah it's an independent production it's like how many people were on the crew oh it was a small crew it was like about uh eight people yeah there you go so he can't yeah he can't expect too much so tell me about but then again, you got your you got your day, you got your footage, you got your. Uh, so tell me about your actors, tell, especially your lead. Where did you find your lead actor? Oh, Tom. Tom's a fantastic actor. We worked together on a film, on a short film that I was actually the cinematographer for back when I used to do more cinematography called Tape Boy, and um, he was he was an actor, and I thought he was really great as a role, and we also just got along very well. And then I decided to show him the script, and he really really liked it, and I was like, you know what, let's work together on it. Gotcha. And you see, so you guys kind of worked, you guys worked with, like, he, you kind of showed him the initial stages of the script? Yeah. So, yeah, he's got an interesting look to him. Is his hair always, like, that long, or was that just for the film? Um, no, his, his hair, his hair, actually, his hair's a little shorter now, but, like, his hair just happened to be that long at the time. Yeah, he's, it's a, it's a great look to him. It's almost like he, in the way you start the film, you kind of, like, show like introduce the location but you kind of like zoom right in on his face i guess right so everything's from his point of view from then on that, that's sort of your directorial style i guess right oh yeah 100 i really love to do character pieces that are just from that point of view that show like kind of all the really like how they view the world and his atmosphere and and then there's you know when he's drawing the photo the drawing his picture his secret picture of jamie and that's how he wants to view things yeah and it's like his reality, I guess, right? Pardon? It's his reality. Yeah. So tell me about the 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 the, the water scenes. Was that difficult shooting? Um, it it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty difficult. Um, we we um, due due to due to actors' schedules, we only had like an hour to shoot that scene. So we were just going. We were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And then, um, and then next, and then next thing you know, um, my my cinematographer, while he was in the water, he stepped on a piece of glass. 
Okay. And this was when we were doing the stuff that wasn't that was in the water, but it wasn't like the real water stuff with them fighting. And that it was, and then out of nowhere, of course, I kind of he he had to just like take a break for a little bit because I was like, you know, we had to get that piece of glass out of him. But of course, we only actually had like we had fairly little time to get that one shot of them two of those two of them two fighting. So what we did was, um, I so so what happened there was. Um, he got his first he got his first AC to opt that shot for him. Okay. And um, we did this shot. We didn't use anything. We didn't use a fancy camera. We didn't use like an Alexa, which we use for the rest of the film on this. We just used a Blackmagic Pocket 4K for this shot, which we put in a water, this water like casing. And with that, we could get close and intimate with them. We could go underwater with them. And it was it was all it was really, really all just very satisfying. And we, I, I, and I grabbed this whole thing in one take. I just, I wanted, I, I wanted to just them to go at it, and I wanted it to feel raw. I wanted it to feel real. And I got the actors to improvise the scene too. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And and, uh, and the other two actors, the, the 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 couple. Where did you find those two actors? Um. Well, us. Uh, well, Sam, I met on a set back. Sam Wexler, the mm -hmm. actor Jamie, I met on a set back, a York set, a York University set, like way back in 2019. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he auditioned for my third year film, uh, Friday Night Fish. And he was really good, but he just, he he, well, he wasn't the right fit. But yeah. Then I decided, but then um, he, but of course I wanted to always work with him after still. And then I thought, you know, this is the right role for him. So I, I casted him. And the other actress, Alex, Alex Florismatic, she um, is actually a pretty good friend of mine. She was in my first ever film with, that I did back in 2017. Okay. And I thought, and we were talking about work with each other again, and I was on something better, of course, because that film was a first film. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, I, we, I was like, hey, you want to be in this film? And she's like, yeah, of course. And then, and then, so working in sand is that easy to, to work in sand? Um, work in sand, I mean. It's it's I don't know when we just kind of had to make sure gear didn't go placing down. It wasn't the hardest thing in the world, I don't, I would say. So your DP, did you go like what's your process? You just have like a like a shot list, or do you storyboard things? Or I don't actually like storyboarding. Um, I find that when you storyboard, it's you're very much kind of taking away the creative control from the DP because they now they feel obligated to have to follow your storyboard. Yeah. So we we sat down and we we did a shot list together. And then I and then of course I kind of let him have his creative freedom there with with what he with what he wants to do shot wise. I just need to make sure we you know get close up on close up on close up on Phil. You know, shot reverse shot. We need a wide shot. We need we need these types of shots. But just you know, feel free to do it the way you think is best. Gotcha. And I feel like that's always kind. I feel like that. I feel like a lot of main director gripes they have especially beginner ones is they lots of times like to micromanage and they like to get too hands-on and they don't really focus on the stuff that actually is being a director which is blocking yeah. talking with your actors especially well especially a film like character study film like yours where where you got to let the actors breathe a little bit you don't need to be confined by storyboard because it's not you don't have any cgi shots you don't have any like high concept shots it's just really about the characters i guess right well funnily enough there is one cgi shot actually okay um, later in the film, in the third scene, in the final scene, um, we grabbed two wide shots, and then out of nowhere, I didn't notice this until post production. <clears throat> my, but these this family walked in. Yeah, and they sat down there, 
and that was out of continuity for the rest of the shots. Gotcha. So what happened? So I ended up getting a VFX artist, my friend, to um, completely just VFX them out. Yeah, that's but that's a that's a fix. It's not a, that's not a, like a conscious uh, special effects shot, I guess, right? It wasn't. It was. A, it was. It was. It's just. I don't know. It was just. It was kind of funny how I didn't notice it until post production. Sometimes then, that's why you need a script supervisor. Sometimes. I. What's funny is is um you might notice I act in the film. Yeah. Um. I do have, I get, we had, a, I had, a, I had a script super, but the, the problem was, was he couldn't 100% focus on it because he was actually the guy playing, um, um, the guy I was with in the end of the film. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a little, cam little funny cameos we had there. Gotcha. Well, no, it's, it's both well, good job on, on fixing it too, though. So, so in terms of like, curious, what filter did you use? Like, it's got a really interesting look to it. It's almost kind of like a, Almost like a timeless kind of vibe to it. Like we can be in any era. Uh, that's a question. Are you are you talking about the two the, the the dreamy shots? No, like I'm talking about just the just the, the continuity of the film in general. It's like pretty. It's pretty like interesting. It's almost kind of like grainy in a sense. Well, I think it was also the color grade, honestly, that my DP yeah. did. I'm I'm trying to think. I don't, I'm not really a, just an expert here. No, I'm just no, I'm just curious. Like if it was like you wanted to have a different vibe, different feel. Like with in terms, it's not really about. The technical aspects was more about the the feel what kind of feel did you want well i wanted a very filmic feel i wanted it to feel like film yeah. the one thing we did do is on some dream shots which you might notice when he like looks at jamie in the eye though that was with a very very strong soft filter that we yeah. put on and we did that purposefully for um for the effect we also used um these lenses that are uh, they're old lenses for we use those for those specific shots they're called like the it's called the dream lens yeah and we purpose and it, this is a lens that goes like below t1 and it looks really soft when it's there so we put that on for those just to kind of sh show how philip really wants to view the world gotcha no it's really interesting so uh one last question for you what did you think about the audience uh feedback video that we sent you um i am incredible i'm incredibly like thankful for all the and i really strongly appreciate all the feedback they've given me and all the all the kind words that they said about my, my film because really it really does mean a lot it really does mean a lot to me and um i i mean of course i don't know their names but i i a huge thanks to them for watching my movie and it and saying those kind words <laughs> i really strongly appreciate it yeah it's a good movie it's you mean it's a really interesting movie it's like it's like a it's a it's a familiar story, but you kind of made you gave it your own kind of original kind of point of view, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm. It's a film. It's a film I'm pretty happy with. Yeah, you should be. And so, what? And so, you're working on. And so, how many films have you made? It's 2022 right now as we're doing this podcast. How many films have you made this year so far? Well, um, I've only I've only filmed one of them this year, which is my which is my next short film, and I wanted to really just take the year to focus on that one. Of course, I got other films done that were from last year. Yeah, okay. So the, the, your, your edit post-production, you shot in 2021, then post-production you, you completed this year. Yeah, and we finished Used Furniture's post in December of 2021, actually. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, 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 Schlemiel